everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich. You've probably never heard of me, but you have probably heard of some of my amazing co-hosts. That's right, gang. The gang is all here. Light the beam, baby, because the starting five are in the house tonight. We are going to be talking NFL. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. We're going to be talking about basketball. We might even talk about Australian rules football. Uh, But before I get to all of those topics, I need to welcome my first amazing co-host. Please join me in welcoming all the way from Chicago, Illinois, bringing the noise and the funk, Mary Catherine Curran. Hello, Mary Catherine. Hello, Frank. Hello. Thank you. Yes. And I am funky. (laughs) Uh, Mary Catherine, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. Um, yeah, w- worked, rehearsed, and uh, now I'm here. You know, we were talking before the show, and um, I was like, "Yeah, we got to watch those Zion highlights that you texted us about um, on Sunday morning." And she was like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean?" <laughs> okay, the thing is, the thing is, to be frank, Adam, I. Did send a voice memo that I had yes. no ability to recall because it d- disappeared. Right. They do that. They do, they do that. that. And I think they that's that. frankly uh, rude. It is. It is rude. It is very rude. Where do they go? They were there. Great question. If you yeah. keep it, you beep it. Though. You beep it. That's that's what you've always said, Mary Catherine. That is what I've always said. Classic me. Well, beep, beep, vroom, vroom. Uh, there's a new uh, co-host in town. It's Chloe Michaela. Hello, Chloe. How are you? My God, beep, beep, vroom, vroom. <laughs> How are you? I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not good. Um, mm. After yesterday's NFC and AFC championship, we'll get into it later, but um you know, a uh, horrible way to start Black History Month, if you ask me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I've been better. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, you know, everybody hurts <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, um, everybody does hurt sometimes. It's yeah. going to be a great uh, Super Bowl. I know you weren't here last week, Chloe, um, but I did make a prediction on air Greg and I have a bet um, that that we are one step closer to seeing if it maybe can become a reality. I said that if if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl and win, that I think that Travis Kelsey will propose to Taylor Swift and retire. And I and and Greg Greg bet me twenty dollars if if the Chiefs win that that has to happen within the the week after the Super Bowl. What do you think? Do you like my odds? No. <laughs> um You don't think it's gonna happen. You think he's gonna keep playing? It's I mean it's too early. They haven't even been dating a year if I know if I remember the timeline correctly. I don't think there's I don't think the reason that I don't think that, that will happen is because I don't think that Travis would want to take that moment away. 
and mm. put Taylor in that type of position. Like, I think, I think mm. if Travis is going to propose to Taylor, I really think it's going to be like an intimate thing. I don't think it's going to be like a public thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, let's bring in our resident Taylor Swift scholar, Greg Toomey. Hello, Greg Toomey. How are hey, you? How's it going? Hey, you know, I know all the folklore as it is. <laughs> uh, give me ever more of that. You oh, know it all too well. It. You yeah. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Red. Just the song Red. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing. No pun. No, just just um just the color red. Uh you know, I knew you were trouble when you walked. Uh, uh well, Greg, how was your weekend? What'd you get up to? Man, starting last Wednesday, I've been hitting it hard, Frank. Mm. I went to two basketball games in a row oh. at, at the Zards, oh. which, you know, is a Do you need to be put on some sort of watch list yeah, I for see. having gone to multiple Wizards game Maybe. in a week? Yeah. You went, to the, you went to the last game of the Wes Unseld Jr. era. I did. I saw, I saw him walk in and I saw him walk out <laughs> for the last time, you know? And then- it's Wednesday they played the Timberwolves, and then the Thursday we played the Jazz. Went with Matt Kier, a friend of the pod. Yeah, different coaches both nights. New coach is um, what's his name? What's new coach's uh, name? Keith or something? Keith, <laughs> Coach Keith. No, isn't it Keith? Keith or Keith or Sutherland? Keith or Sutherland, coach. It might be Keith or Sub Sub. Keith or something, Lind? Brian Keefe. Yeah, I was right. This motherfucker looks like a... Spider-Man villain? Yes, yes, 100%. He looks like, uh, what's his face? Quinn Snyder. Let me bring, bring this up for the... Wow, um, if the he crew. looks like Quinn Snyder, then that means he looks like the Penguin. He looks... There we go. Another DC villain. There he is. Yeah. That is. Like he's the guy paying Bane to do the work in the suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like the Wall Street guy who's. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah he's a dirty yeah. cop. Yes. He does kind of look like a dirty cop. Dirty cop. Well, shout out to Coach, um, Coach Keefe. Coach Brian. Let's go with Coach Brian. What'd Coach you say? Chief Keefe. Chief Keef, yes. Um, That's that shit I do like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, let's bring in something that I like, that we all like, Matt Sparacino. Hello, Matt Sparacino. The gang is all here now. How does it feel, Matt? It it feels incredible. Right? It it feels so good. I I had to jump in before my intro because I was so excited. We're talking about Coach Keefe. Everyone's here. It's been a while. It feels like Greg is is out here going to every Wizards game on God's green earth. Bless you, Greg, for the work you're doing in DC. Yeah, uh, that should be tax many, deductible. I think, right? You should get like a plaque or something. I something. Wonder how many? Yeah. How many Wizards fans were at the final game of the West Unsold Junior era and the right. first game of the Coach Keefe era? <laughs> Yeah, it's a good question. Probably not Two. me. So me and Ashley. Probably just you. <laughs> you and Ashley. <laughs> Shout out to her. It was funny. I, I mean, I got to see I got to see the Keith debut. Yeah. 
And one one was a lot. It's a lot to take in the Wizards right it now is. in their their current state. But you know, I go for Anthony Gill. I, I go for the Wizards. Stay for Anthony Gill, man. He mm. is just Coach Gill on the bench. He doesn't even sit on the bench. He takes a knee the entire yeah, he's, game. He's he's, he's <laughs> that's incredible. true. He doesn't sit down. In the hoops crew chat. It's true, he's, actually. He now that amazing. you mention it, yeah. That's really he's always on a knee or squatting he's never on a seat though he's just <laughs> coaching those coaching those young wizards up and for those of we, you who don't know who anthony gill is he's not like a star player he's like a no he's like he's a, not even a role player he's like a third team guy for us and he's, he's like a, he's a chemistry guy yeah yeah and but he's he's always Locker there guy. he's always chatting everybody up uh, we love Anthony Gill here. Anyway, we, we love uh, uh, <laughs> we love we love the Wizards. It's just been a tough. It's been a tough season. God, it's, been it's a such long, a tough hang season. We're playing the Spurs again tonight. I, I know watched... we only play them twice a year, but it feels like every night we're playing the Spurs or was... the Pistons or one of these fucking horrible teams. That we keep losing to, actually. Matt, I was just about to say this. I feel like we're always fucking playing the Pistons and the Spurs. How? Why? Why does it feel that way? I don't. We only play the Spurs twice a year, so I don't know. But we did just play them like a week ago. <sighs> but anyway. who, does anyone? Does anyone have the the Wizards score up? There's a lot of games tonight. The league is yeah. busy. Timberwolves and uh, Thunder are playing right now. Um, Bulls are playing. I think MCAT Wizards are playing. Yeah, just about everybody's playing. I don't have the score. Let's see. Yeah, they played last night. 63-61. They beat the very, very fully staffed Portland Trailblazers. Nice, dude. Wow. Nice. Um, wow, Jeremy Grant's Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> Excuse me. You mean Prince George's County and DeMatha Catholic High School's own Jeremy Grant? Thank you. Thank you. Um, the Grant brothers. <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant. No. No. No, not him. No? No. no, no, right. no we don't no, like no, him. No. Jeremy <laughs> and Jerry. Um, you know, Ulysses S. Grant, underrated historical figure when you go back Think to so. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really amazing story. He was a really? he was a son of like an Ohio farmer. Worked his way up. He was like unemployed in his 30s. Worked his way up I'm to being general in chief in the Civil War. Fought for uh, uh, abolition of slavery. Won True. two terms after Lincoln was assassinated. Helped implement a lot of reconstruction policies. So shout out General Grant. This is a pro Ulysses S. Grant podcast. Wow. Am I right? Can I get, get a hell yeah? yeah? Really? You're gonna, you want to put us on the record? <laughs> wow. As he supporting really... or declining to support Ulysses S. Grant, I'm not going to. <laughs> I want us that. all to go around and say whether we support Ulysses S. Grant or not. That's good. You know who I will sure. shout out? I'm going to shout out Ulysses's mom for naming him Ulysses. Yeah, it's a great name. It's yeah. a for giving him the the U S. initials. Ooh, U S. Grant. Yeah, Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, I mean, it's really the only way that we remember him as a president because we're like, what a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very Anyone cool know, name. Do you know, Frank, what the S stands for? Ulysses I can... States? State, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's States. Uh, the S stands for Psych? Um, no, what it's does not it stand an S. for? 
on my world, it means hope. Huh. <laughs> That's a deep cut Superman reference uh, for those of you playing. So he was born, he was born Hiram Ulysses Grant. So what does the S stand for? <laughs> Where did that, that come shit up. from? See, this is why I didn't want to go on the record. Susical, yeah, maybe? It might be Susical. I think it's Susical. Straight lying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grant lies. But you know who tells the truth? Chloe Michaela. Chloe Michaela yeah. is here. You know, we uh, have been going this whole NFL playoffs without Chloe Michaela. We've been a ship unmoored. You know, we were a we were an army without our Ulysses S. Grant. And our Ulysses S. Grant, Chloe Michaela, is back here to lead the charge uh and to help us recap all of the week's events uh in in these NFL playoffs. Chloe, are you ready to get into the close zone? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's get in. Okay, so for the AFC Championship game, we have okay, I'm not gonna start crying. Um we have um the Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed, uh Lamar Jackson uh, having an MVP caliber year after getting his bag. He's playing Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and Andy Reid all at the same time. It just simply is not fair. And honestly, Kansas City won, and it's it's just so infuriating. They were playing in Baltimore. I was rooting for Baltimore, even though that goes against my Steeler mm. code of conduct, but I did it anyway, knowing that I may be ousted as a Steelers fan. The Ravens looked like trash, absolute trash. They were not running the ball in the way that they should have been running the ball. Lamar Jackson didn't have a great game at all. He threw an interception, which was terrible, and Zay Flowers just didn't have the best game either. I don't even know. It's. And, ah, I will say the Kansas City defense did show up in a way that I was mm -hmm. very impressed by. Um, but I really feel like the Ravens should have won that game. And now we have Patrick Mahomes going back to the Super Bowl. And I'm annoyed. And also, I owe Taylor Swift an apology. I can't believe I'm saying this. I owe Taylor Swift <laughs> an apology. Um, I it, it hurts me to say this. Um, I'm getting acid reflux. But it is not her fault that she is constantly shown on TV all the time. That actually is not her fault. That is the NFL and the cameraman's fault. Um, she should be able to go to a football game and be able to watch her boot in peace. Um, with that being said, I still don't want to see her face on the screen the whole time. So like, I'm sorry that I'm still going to like continue to hate you. But like, just know that like I know that it's not your fault. But like, it is what it is. And then on to the NFC Championship game. Um, you know what? I just need, can I just have a moment of silence here? Um, so the Detroit Lions, they were up like 21 to seven at halftime. And I really thought in my heart of hearts that my Detroit Lions, that Eminem's Detroit Lions, mm. that Dan Campbell's Detroit Lions, mm -hmm. that Jack Harlow's Detroit Lions, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. And that was on me. That was a rookie move. I shouldn't have done that. I was really hopeful. They gave us hope and that was on me because the San Francisco 49ers came back 
and scored, I believe it was 21 or 17 unanswered points in the third quarter alone. Alone? It made Brock Purdy look good. He had no business. Christian McCaffrey, the only best white running back I've ever seen, running angry for what? What are you running angry for and what are you running from? Absolutely nothing, Christian McCaffrey. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. I mean, Dan Campbell did fuck up. He should have kicked that field goal, but he went for it on fourth down. People were dropping the ball. The Detroit Lions, they stopped running the ball in the second half. I mean, it was just horrible. The 49ers won. Nick Bosa and the Republicans won. It's just (laughs) not fair. It feels as if the liberal, because San Francisco represents the liberal elites, while I feel like Kansas City represents the Republicans, I am Mm. ill. The last time that San Francisco and 49ers played each other in the Super Bowl was 2020, the year of a terrible election with Trump and Biden and COVID. And I'm supposed to believe this is going to be a good Super Bowl. I will say that I am proud of my Lions because they made it further than I thought that they ever would. And yeah, that that's what I've got for now. But um, I'm pissed as hell. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Thank you for going there with us. That was very raw. Um, this is why you're the best in the business. And, and I'm sorry you had to relive all of that. Um, just now. It's okay. Um, I'm working through it. I felt like, I, I don't know what it was just, um, disrespectful to black history month (laughs) for Lamar Jackson and all of the Baltimore Ravens to do us like that. And then on the flip side, you have Detroit as a city also not winning. Like, I really felt like the NFL script of Roger Goodell was like, you know what we can't have is Detroit and Baltimore in Vegas for a Super Bowl. And that just felt disrespectful. (laughs) Yeah. Um, because the refing for the Ravens game was 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 awful. I have always hated hated taunting calls. I thought the yeah. taunting call against Zay Flowers was absolute horseshit. I know it's technically by the book, but it's the taunting calls, in my opinion, have always been racist. And mm. half of the time, they don't even need to. They don't even need to have. It's part of the game. It's part yeah. of the fucking game. Let people jaw. Let people talk. Like le- like. Come on. Well, let's start there. Let's start there. Let's start in the Kansas City Baltimore game and let's start with with Zay Flowers and that penalty call. I mean, the other thing with Zay Flowers, of course, to talk about is the fact that Lejarius Sneed punched out that um touchdown dive that the he was fumble. in the midst yeah. of. If that swung the game. If swung that had game. happened, they would have been down by three with like ten minutes left in the fourth. I mean it's the it, most like yeah. devastating turnaround play in football yeah. is when you fumble as you're about to score yeah. and turn the ball over like that. Zay, his he had such an amazing game too. He was, he was unbelievable. The only one on on the Ravens offense who could and Odell could a little bit at the end. Happen. Odell Beckham Odell Jr. Some from plays. from the grave, he just stepped up. It was but, incredible. But yeah, rookie Zay Flowers, he had like half of their yards throughout most of the of the afternoon, but just yeah. like a couple of. I mean, the fumble was the big one, and then penalties. Uh, I mean, the Ravens had a lot of penalties, and I think dumb penalties, like undi- was, like you you could tell which one was right. the undisciplined team and the unexperienced the inexperienced heard, team in the playoff. Yeah. Someone someone put it to me 
today as um, the Ravens were just in their feelings all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean that some calls didn't go against them because some calls did go against them. And like, mm-hmm. it, you know, yes, Baltimore is playing at home, but if you subscribe to the idea that the NFL puts their thumb on the scale, I think it's pretty obvious who they would want to go to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. 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 But, yeah. but I, that being said, I do think the Ravens kind of lost their cool more I, than once throughout the game. And like, I think, I think they lost that game more than Kansas City won it, which, yeah, not really trying yeah, to disrespect KC, but like KC was like good. Like they put up 17 points, but that's but not in like, the first half, though. But that's it. Yeah. Like, that's score. it. I mean, that's, that was. <laughs> But, Basically, and and Baltimore just couldn't get out of their own way. It was it was like a heartbreaking game to watch. Like, yeah, knowing Ravens fans For most and knowing people. knowing knowing the uh, the um, I don't know the the like jinx that's sort of above that team and Lamar. Like Lamar has this narrative now of like, oh, he's not clutch in the playoffs, which like I don't believe is true. But after five losses, it's like, oh, like it's it 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 just keeps like becoming a thing and like becoming it's the same thing with josh allen right like they're those yeah. two guys are just gonna have it hanging over their heads until they get to well, a super bowl and then if they lose in the super bowl then it'll be well he couldn't win a super bowl you know what i mean so it's well, just and like this was also their this was also baltimore's year in, yeah. in, in my opinion because the afc is harder than the nfc you caught KC and kind of a down year, right? They're struggling yeah. a little bit. They don't have the best wide receivers. So they're still you figuring get to shit play out them in Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So you had home field, home field advantage. Like uh, the Bengals were down bad with Joe Burrow. You didn't have to like, honestly, I think if the Ravens played Buffalo, I think they would have won, but it's yeah. Like they really, I, I feel like this game is like half on Lamar and half isn't because that I think the Ravens ran the ball eight or nine times in the second half. That-, that was insane. I realized that after. And that's what that was their whole team identity the whole year were, was basically like a 50 50 split. And Ravens football in general is like just pound the ball this, over and over, like nice and slow chunk so- plays. And they were just trying to throw. And it, it just felt like they were, like you said, Matt, like in their feelings, really in their head, like. Just they weren't playing the type of game they wanted to, and it was, it, it like hurt to watch. It was. It, I think Andy Reid outcoached John Harbaugh, and that yeah. surprised me a little bit more than I like. Players not being disciplined and ready enough is a coach is a coach thing. Like yes, Lamar threw that t- that yeah. threw that interception that you know if they would have gotten the touchdown they would have been able to tie go ahead whatever, but like. That's play calling. Why aren't you running the ball? Right. You are now forcing Lamar. And like, so you're not running the ball. And Kansas City is constantly blitzing. And they're blitzing you because you aren't running the ball. So you're not going to change anything. And now you're you're putting it on Lamar because you're in panic catch up mode when there was no reason to panic because you're only down by 10. Mm -hmm. There was this these two games like reflected one another in this way. Right. There was this weird thing where. The Ravens and then later the Lions, two two of the best, I don't know, three or four rushing teams in the league all year just kind of gave up on the run when it really, really mattered most and it really killed them. Like yeah. you know, Chloe, you you pointed out it really hurt the Ravens. 
I don't know, these games had these like echoes of one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that was also there if you think about mistakes in Zay Flowers and also Jameer Gibbs and the fumble he had. And, and like Josh Reynolds, like dropping a bunch. There were so yeah. many drop passes was, in the Baltimore game. Like it was like, uh there's, there's all these like cliches about playoff experience, coaching. And I think you're right, Chloe. I think Reed outcoached Harbaugh when we talk about discipline, like you said, that, that really reflects coaching more than anything. But these teams that have been there before came up in the big moments yeah. and were just a little bit more disciplined and a little bit more on top of shit. And when the margins get this thin, that's kind of what ekes through. And it's it's why now Kansas City is in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years, which is mm-hmm. crazy. And, and congrats to you, Matt. You know, <laughs> disgusting. Thank you. Congrats to you, Matt, Thank as you. a Kansas City fan. I was wondering you know, how long. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Congratulations. I, I yeah. I appreciate that. Fact. Absolutely. I, you know, um, the only two quarterbacks that have ever beaten Patrick Mahomes in the playoff are Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's incredible. That is, yeah. And that's and why I, he's like, so good. Yeah. And he didn't even have that, that was the that's the other thing that's so impressive about the game yesterday is like I said they weren't like they weren't like such a juggernaut yesterday. They put up 17 points no. and then he basically kind I don't mean this derisively at all cuz they won and he's incredible, but he basically just game managed for the second half of the game. Like he didn't really have to like do that much. Kelsey was incredible in the first half too. Yeah. That it needs to be said. Kelsey, he was Kelsey unreal. In yeah, Kelsey yeah. in the defense won yeah. the game. Yeah, and the, the defense it, was awesome. It, like you, you, Chloe, you shouted them out too. They were blitzing like fifty yeah. percent of the time or something like that. Like, oh was, yeah, Spagnolia like, figured yeah. them out and like what Lamar was pissed. He's, he's sort of the Ulysses he's S. Grant yeah. of of uh, <laughs> defensive coordinators, wouldn't you say? I mean, if I was Lamar, I'd yeah. be pissed too because. They're they are blitzing because they, like the way to get Shut Lamar up, rattled is to blitz him because for him having to throw in a collapsing pocket is not the best because that's mm-hmm. he is better to throw when he is on the run. But the fact that they stopped running the fucking ball is what destroyed them, is what absolutely destroyed them. And it was wild to me to see how disciplined San Francisco was in the second half like they did they weren't panicked at all like in the first half you could see that they were a little rattled but when they came back you felt like oh they were like no we have this in the bag and that's the way the ravens should have done it and they didn't do it i know (sighs) it's uh it's sad shout out to our ravens fans uh and uh we, we send you love. But hey, it was a great day for ricochets in the NFL because uh, Lamar caught his own pass uh, was one of the cool Baltimore highlights. And then in the uh, San Francisco Detroit game, there was an all time ricochet off of a Detroit defender's uh, face mask into the hands oh, the of Brandon Ayuk. It was the yeah. it was the huge momentum swing of the game. Um you know, Jack Harlow's Detroit Lions, um, you know, uh Eminem's Detroit Lions. Eminem's Detroit Lions. Chloe Michaela and Mary Catherine Curran. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit Lions. It was such I a Detroit, Detroit thing to have that ball. Mm-hmm. When I saw that ball bounce off that helmet, I was like, Oh, we're losing this game mm-hmm. because Rough, this yeah. is the most Detroit Lions fumble of any game that I've ever fucking seen. Like, even though we're in the NFC championship game, I was like, this is, this is it. This is it. 
And um, it was. It was unfortunately it. I mean, do you guys do you guys view that game more as like a Detroit collapse? Like I saw some people today referring to it as a collapse. Yeah. When I was watching Oh, that's interesting. When I was watching it, for me it was just like San Francisco kind of woke up finally and like they were able to like capitalize on this like momentum swing and stuff and their defense started making plays and stuff and kind of chunked their way into it. But um, Chloe, I tell me what, uh, like how you experienced watching the game. I view it as a collapse because they stopped running the ball Mm. in the second half Mm -hmm. and running the ball is where they were getting all their points. Like Mm -hmm. San Francisco did not have an answer for them running the ball with Gibbs and Montgomery. Um, I also feel like they blew it because they were all of a sudden dropping passes at pivotal moments, at pivotal key moments they were dropping passes. And going back to running the ball, running the ball is how you keep possession the longest Mm -hmm. and you keep it away from San Francisco. You know, honestly, it felt like it felt like Dan Campbell was pulling a Kyle Shanahan with the Falcons versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's really what it felt Mm -hmm. like. Because then Dan Campbell, I understand he stayed, he absolutely stayed consistent with himself and taking risks and going for it on fourth down, but he was in field goal range Mm -hmm. and he decided to go for it on fourth down instead of kicking the field goal and the game would have been tied by the end. So I, I just feel like a combination of all of those things, while I still believe that San Francisco would have come back and made it close. I think that Detroit, because they had such a big lead in the first half, could have eked it out. Yeah. They just, I I don't know what, I feel like they kind of got like cocky and they got like a hubris and they forgot who the fuck they were playing because it's not like, you're playing the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm- so I, I felt like it was um, a collapse on the Lions part, especially with the doink of Brandon Ayuk. I mean- to get the ball at the one yard line are you serious are you serious it's one of those all-time highlights it's a highlight we'll be seeing for the rest of this year and 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 they'll show in in years to come and stuff i mean it's an all-timer uh my parents are 49ers fans as you guys know and so i was texting them a lot during the game and i texted them when they when campbell decided to not go for the field goal and i was like Oh, make that was such a stupid mistake by him. And mm-hmm. she was like, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. And I, I kind of got what she was saying, you know, like they, yeah. that's who they've been all year. But then I thought about it a little bit more and I was like, wait, but earlier they did go for the field goal on fourth down. So it was like they weren't even being consistent within their own game, which was sort of uh, frustrating. Matt, I, what did you think about um, the Lions roar? I think, I think. Maggie is spot on. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Mm. Raw. Ulysses S. I Grant think... would have said that too. I think mm-hmm. it's on Absolutely. his grave. It's on yeah. his mind. It's on his grave. That's what the S stands for. Sword. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, I think the mistake wasn't going for it. I think the mistake was not running. They passed mm. on all of those fourth downs, and again, they just and it was even worse in the case of the Lions than for the Ravens because the Lions had that big lead and they just um yeah I I I don't know I don't like kind of like having to label these games oh one team collapsed or the other team like it was kind of a little bit of both but 
it, it was just hard to see the Lions make those mistakes against a team as good as the 49ers, who as soon as they had like a little bit of wiggle room, you knew they were going to do something with it. Like they came out that first drive of the second half. The announcers said they need to get points on this drive. They got a field goal. They didn't score a touchdown, but they did get some points. And that's when they started. I was so I was watching the game at my house with a with Kira and a couple of friends. And I was sort of like up and like, I don't know, like getting drinks or going to the bathroom early in the second half. And every time I I came back to the TV after five to ten minutes, something bad had happened to the Lions. Mm-hmm. Like um it, like at one point it was the Gibbs fumble, then it was the Ayuk catch. And just like in these like snippets, I sort of saw their 17 point lead dissolve. Yeah. And then the game was just really tight from there to the end of the game. And again, the the Niners were the team that had been there before Shanahan with this team. Um, you know, Purdy's only in his second year. McCaffrey's new to this team, but still there's like an infrastructure with that team of of coaches and guys who have been in these big games who played in that Super Bowl in 2020. So they they just were able to I mean they they got a, a 10 point lead actually before the Lions finally scored a touchdown late to kind of close the gap. But even then they you know they they weren't able to get the ball back and never really had a chance to win the game at the end. It, it was tough. It was hard to watch. We all wanted to see the Lions. Both, Both games were like sad, kind of. Like, I, obviously, I'm happy for oh. my parents and stuff. But like, both games were like, you kind of want to see the team that loses like go down with a fight sort of sort of thing and in both cases it was like they kind of choked in a weird way and it was like oh man like it would have been so much more satisfying to like see the the lions like keep scoring and keep the pace up and and then you know if they lose ah at least they gave them a good fight and stuff this was just like oh man they were just like slowly drowning yeah. and we we just had Goff to watch them like play well, golf was great Goff was good Goff was great laporta think, is incredible i do think the lions will be back yeah they have yeah. young guys they have i like, bet joe players i bet joe aaron kranz a hundred dollars last night that the lions will appear in a super bowl uh between the years 2025 and 2035 what do you guys think of that bet wait so say the next it again 10 super bowls and the next That's 10 a large swing <laughs> well, he was trying to say that this is their peak, and I was I was mad at him for saying that. I I got emotional about that, you did. and I said tell I don't think. Some, tell him to eat some horse shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I should have. We might be able to tell him maybe uh, to his face pretty soon. Yeah, that's know. true. He might he might be on the show sometime soon. Uh, uh, Brock Purdy also ran. Mister Irrelevant ran for like oh. fifty yards. It was uh it was a weird game. It was a weird one to see. I I just also think that it's like he looks like such a baby. He does. I'm I don't like it. Um <laughs> It's just very embarrassing. It's just embarrassing for I'm just more embarrassed for the Ravens because Yeah. You think this is a worse loss for the Ravens than the Lions? Yes, because yeah. like it would have been okay. I it would have been different if it was like points after points after points, like a high scoring game, close game, like battled right. it out. But it wasn't even that like yeah. Kansas City was just the better team that day, even though the Ravens are the better team. And what is like upsetting is like Detroit, 
showed up and then they disappear. And then they they showed up and then they fucked up. They showed up and they, then they fucked up. Showed up and then they yep. fucked up. And then the Ravens just never showed up. No. Their defense showed up. Their defense showed up because to hold Kansas City to like 17 yes. points, like that is. That's Kyle good. Hamilton was playing out of his mind. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. But offensively, I mean, yikes. Uh, I think you're absolutely right, Chloe. Um, and I think, too, you know, Ben Johnson might be the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for uh, the Lions, might be heading to Washington to be our head coach. That's that's the rumor. Uh, and Bill that? Bill Belichick uh, yes. still doesn't have a job, and Bill right? Belichick might not be coaching next year. Like that's that. There's only two Has jobs he... left. I I what are the I other know two he jobs? interviewed in Atlanta. Oh. Has he interviewed anywhere else? Atlanta and hired Carolina. somebody already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carolina and what? Seattle. Something. Seattle is open, and um, Washington's open. Those are the only wow. two. Yeah, I think Carolina hired somebody. Carolina hired somebody. San Atlanta Diego did. hired. Um, Harbaugh and then Atlanta hired Raheem Morris. Yeah. Great hire. Like, you know, can't can't uh begrudge any of the hires, but uh Bill Belichick that would might be something. This is, that yeah. would this, be is something. A, this is a great segue to my um Yes, quick go please. Yes, point. yes. Um okay. Welcome so. to Chloe's Mystical Corner. This is okay. Madam Chloe's oh. uh uh tent. Ooh, yes. Come on in. Okay, so um, Pluto is the planet. Hello, I'm Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> I, Pluto I, is stop. the... Don't okay, interrupt. Great. Don't interrupt. Sorry. I was trying to get into the scene. I apologize. Go ahead, Chloe. No, it's okay. I appreciate you setting the scene. Uh-huh. Um, so Pluto is a planet that represents death, rebirth, and transformation. Mm. And right now, Pluto has entered Aquarius. And Pluto will be in Aquarius until September 1st. And Aquarius is about the consciousness, revolutionary energy, and innovative ideas. And the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was the French and American Revolution. Mm. Yeah. Buckle up. It gets worse. So (laughs) in this year, Pluto is going to go back and forth between Capricorn and Aquarius. Capricorn represents the old guard, represents the past, old ideas, yada, yada. Aquarius is about the future, moving forward, new ideas. So we are going to be in the crosshairs and the juxtaposition of Aquarius and Capricorn. So it's going to be about letting go of the old and embracing the new. Now, Pluto will go back into Capricorn September 1st through November 19th. Which is when the election happened. Oh no. Okay. Oh, and then Chloe, don't after do this to me. November 19th, Pluto will go back into Aquarius for the next 19 years, <laughs> which is where we will enter the new paradigm. Now, okay. outside of the election, how does this deal with sports? What we are seeing with these new high coaching hires, right? It's like Bill new Belichick. Blood. Is stri- New blood. Bill yeah. Belichick is struggling to get hired. You are seeing the older coaches struggling to to relate to their to their players, right? Ulysses like, S. Grant. He doesn't have a job right now. He's out. Yeah, he doesn't. He he. Bill he Belichick. He's out. He doesn't have a job right yeah. now. I just 
I, I really feel like we are just seeing this shift from the old guard into the new guard. Yes. And as far as the Super Bowl goes, I, I just really feel like it is like the liberal elite versus the Republicans, like I said. Mm. And I don't know how I feel about any of that being ominous. Um as far as the election is concerned, I just wanted y'all to think about that. And I just wanted you to know that Pluto is about to be on some fuck shit this year. And then after that, we are entering the new guard of some type of revolution. And I just think we're seeing it on not just a political level, but also in sports and all around us in a personal level. So, yeah. You don't think Trump's going to get elected to a 19-year term, do you? Do you think that that's what that is? I think <laughs> that it's possible. I hate that. I hate that so much. Chloe, um, well, we uh, thank you for putting those that was good great. vibes out into yes. the universe. Yes. Um, I just, I'm just letting you know what, I mean, like the thing, the planets don't be lying. Like there is a, there is a reason Bill Belichick does not have a job right now. There's a reason that the Atlanta Falcons did not, they, they interviewed him. They interviewed him and they did not choose him. They did not. Two interviews. They interviewed him twice. Yeah. And they did not choose him. Like, and they went with Raheem. You were seeing these younger coaches, like, uh, the, like Gerard Mayo being mm-hmm. elevated and that mm-hmm. plan being in place for the Patriots. I mean, I was shocked that Robert Kraft did that, but mm-hmm. it's like he can relate to the players. Mm-hmm. Who can relate to the players? Mm-hmm. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. It's also a point I, that you've made frequently in the past too about coaching. I, I just want to say yeah. the football, Cl- Madam Chloe, the football astrologist, is a bit mm-hmm. that we can return to whenever you want. Oh, yeah. I am um, keeping up on the stars. That is, I mean, I'm, and see, look, it's, it's going to go back into Capricorn September 1st to November 19th. What's happening during that time? Football. I'll see you which, then. Hey, oh, which one is Capricorn that. again, Chloe? Chloe's Capricorn. uh, Capricorn's the old guard, right? Yeah, Chloe? it's oh. about the past. It's about yeah. the past. It's about the old guard. So, so who is the old guard here? Because San Francisco has won more Super Bowls than Kansas City, but Kansas City has won more Super Bowls recently. So who's the old guard or who's the new guard in this Super Bowl? See, I feel like, (laughs) so when I thought the Lions were going to win, I was like, oh my God. Right. That's the new guard. The old guard versus the new guard. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I really feel like the old guard right now is Kansas City, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, So the new guard would be Brock Purdy. Yeah. 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 He's 12. He's new guard. He's a baby. Yeah, he is a baby. He's the new guard. I don't think it represents like the full, full new guard that like a Detroit would have been for sure. Um, But yeah, I just think, you know. I saw Brock Purdy's post-game interview. Do you know what he said? Uh, I'm a little baby. Goo Goo Gaga, I'm a little baby. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say, actually. He said he dropped his binky um, too, as well. So that was that was a big and then issue. He needs a warm bottle, and he needed a warm that. bottle. Yeah, and then he started crying, and then yeah. Anyway, he needed to be burped. He needs to be burped. Changed. Yes, <laughs> which is hey, I get it. I would need that after playing a football game too. You know, you think um, you would poop your pants if you played in a football? Game? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. 100%. He yeah. would have pooped his pants the moment sense. he got tackled. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm pooping my pants right now, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about okay, it. Just friend. thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, buddy. <laughs> um, well, uh, guys. Gosh, uh, that's football, I think, for this week. I just want to say, sorry, last thought there. Terrible costume matchup. I'm excited for my I parents. Know. I'm excited to see. I'm going to watch the game with them. I'm mm-hmm. going to root for San Francisco with my parents. It should be very fun. But red versus red. Come on. What are we doing here? And gold versus gold. Yeah. Shades of red Boo. and shades of gold for both. T- and they are different shades for both colors. But I, there, I mean, there's only one person who can break this down for us. And we're going to, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to talk to our people, see if we can get Kira Cord and on mm-hmm. next week to just take us through this fucking Disaster. misery of a costume yes. matchup. Yes. Um, which we actually did again. We got four years ago. Um, but yeah, two reds, two golds. It's not what you, that lion's blue. Two reds so don't nice. make a lion gorgeous. Yeah. Would have been. It would have been perfect. Would have been perfect. Would have been perfect. Oh, God. Sorry. No, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up and terrible. Um, It's it's also just like it doesn't represent like, you know, Super Bowl is supposed to represent like a hope and Mm. fun. And there's no hope. There's no fun. There's no cool little narrative. No one wants to go back to 2020. We don't want to go back there. Yeah. 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 I mean, the last time they played, a global pandemic was unleashed. So, what's the worst you that see could what happen? I'm saying? <laughs> Who knows what forces will be unleashed this year at Super Bowl 58? Stay tuned to find out. Usher. Though. Usher. Yeah. That's the only thing. The yeah. only thing. Yeah. Like, have you heard anything from Usher recently about his plans for the show? Yeah. 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 Did, um, yeah. He's gonna. He's definitely gonna play confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna hear tonight. DJ got me falling in love again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna probably hear love in this club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna do a quick little montage of old songs. She, he, she likes it my way. Mm-hmm. Burn. I think there could be a burn. Burn would be a good one to close it down with. No. Yeah. How how are we opening? What are we down with? What are we? Oh, nice, very good. And then he burns um, down the whole stadium. Oh, is there a is there a song with Pitbull? I feel like he's probably got a song with Pitbull. Mister Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can check. That's that was going to be my question. Who who's going to guess during this? Well, There's going to be a lot of John. guess. Lil John, right? Luda. Lil I can see Luda. who I am because of that that one album that they did. Oh yeah, with. DJ's got me falling in love again. Falling in love, yeah. yeah. Dance, dance like it's, it's so nice. probably Pitbull would be down. You would think. Pitbull. What about what does Pitbull have going on? No, he's just milking it. Yeah. What about? Let's see. You make me wanna. Ooh, I he's got. I hope he does boyfriend. Boyfriend and bad girl. Mm. You got it. Maybe we get Alicia Keys. My boo. That would be fun. He's definitely, I really feel like he's going to open with yeah, which is very like like 
cliche. I, yeah. I think, ah, maybe, but like, I don't, maybe not. It's just like the opening to Yeah is already so like a good. hype. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. How do you open? Yeah. 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 How do you open? <laughs> um, uh, what's going on ooh. in basketball, guys? What do you guys think about basketball? Do you guys yeah, want to watch Zion play uh, basketball? I think MC does. MC, do you remember why you said we should watch this? I just do remember a little bit, and I'm pretty sure that it was like there were just some really embarrassing moments. Okay. And let's, let's see. That's all. Oh, 90 seconds in, almost lost. Go to work. Got this. Go to work. Yeah, you got the switch. Go Still get there. Yep. One more game. So Lopez up. Okay, he just did like a layup. Re-up like Middleton. Now okay. he's, he's sort of standing there underneath the basket. Got a rebound. Is Ooh. this the video you watched, MC? No, you picked, this is Zion's, the only points he scored that game highlight. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think. So we were watching like a good video. Here, let's, yeah. Let's look it up. I think it I think it was like bad Zion moment. Can we watch the Bad Batch season three trailer? <laughs> yeah, we can watch the Bad Batch season three trailer. I, I got nothing else going on. Hell I'm really yeah. sad that they don't make Game of Zones anymore. What's Game of Zones? Oh, you've never watched Game of Zones? No. Oh what's Game my of God. Zones? Do you guys Treat know what yourself. Game of Zones is? Right. It's yeah. so uh, good. Jonathan Van Ness. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You all would... L any Okay, so it's definitely... If you are an avid basketball oh. watcher, so everybody on this pod, it is worth going back and just watching some of these episodes. Basically, Game of Zones is an animated um, YouTube series where they play off of the tropes of Game of Thrones, but it's basketball-themed. That's pretty fun. And it is... It's incredible. They're putting it out during like late the late seasons of Game of Thrones, I think, if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, but Maybe it's like it's worth a watch. 18, I mean, 19. they they cover when they cover um, LeBron's trade. It's like they're they're visiting all the different houses. I mean, it's that's it's cool. Really good. It's really good. I'll have to check this out later. Yeah, never seen it. Yeah, never seen really it. Um, I can't find the Zion. Uh, yeah, it's uh, all right. <laughs> it's okay. I think okay. I think that there were just some really um because he was not the top scorer in that game, and uh, the Bucks I think scored um, like one hundred forty points against them, and there were just wow. some some rough moments where I'm like, does he know how to play basketball? God, that's so frustrating. Uh, I he hate, has some rough. I, you hate to see it. Moments for sure. He does. I found this clip though. Um, Ooh. this is a clip I didn't know about. What's the name of this clip? It's, um, it's called when Manu Ginobili stopped a bat. It's from the ESPN archives. This is from 2009. Um, and in the middle of a Spurs game, Manu Ginobili, who was a player for them, caught a bat that was flying <laughs> through the stadium. So we see the bat flying across the court right now. And Manu just grabs it. He's, he kind of swats it. He's a lefty and he, you know, famous. Oh, that poor little bat. Did he, he kill the bat? 
Yeah. He smacked it out of the sky, I think. That's fucked up. Fuck you, Manu Ginobili. That bat Uh, didn't do anything wrong. That bat deserves. And then there was another bat. Well, I guess the bats came back for revenge. And here's the thing we've all. Sort of like Ulysses S. Grant, huh? (laughs) I would come back for revenge. Yeah. That's how his story went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did did he was it like uh came back from against from lee exactly? you know from oh they, they, i see you know he was fighting civil. against lee and then he he came back and he then he and he beat his little he butt beat. yeah <laughs> he, beat, he beat lee's little butt it, he Family beat his beat. little butt yeah he spanked him with his his sword um <laughs> Not that I don't find this bat sure. riveting. Sure. Um, I do want to check in because I was not here. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> how do we feel about Draymond Green being back? Did you already discuss this? Are we <laughs> excited? I don't know. I'm toxic and problematic. Hi. <laughs> no, we haven't really talked and about twins. it all that much. And twins. <laughs> um, I watched Golden State play the other night, and he was definitely you know, a valuable contributor to... Uh, to the, they lost unfortunately against the Lakers in double overtime. That but was it was awesome it was an game. awesome game. It was super awesome fun. Game. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about Draymond? If he's on good behavior, I'm I'm all for it. I just don't want him to. I don't want him to smack people around like he's like they're bats. You know, right? <laughs> he's not. He's no Ulysses S. Grant. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I watch too much football. Hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the problem here maybe i'm the problem i i'm happy that draymond green is back if even if there's a little scuffle i'm here for it i, I don't I just, mind I love draymond it. generally but when he, he to me the it was too, he just started hitting everybody and like the little scuffle's good Little scuffles healthy. A little chippiness is healthy in in sports. Like like like, like he was uh, just, Rashid Wallace. Yeah, of, and he's always yeah. been known for cheap shot people. He, he when he kicked, uh, I don't remember who he was. He kicked in the nuts and got he kicked suspended. LeBron in the nuts, right? Or LeBron? he grabbed his nuts. What did he do to LeBron? He it hit was him against the, the Cavs. He, he kicked in someone nuts. in the nuts or something. And then he didn't he kick was, him. He hit him in the nuts, and then they just nuts. suspended him for the rest of the. Yeah. And he also had he previously kicked nuts, someone in the nuts as well, but it's so you know a lot incidents. of a lot of nuts stuff, and that's, a, <laughs> that's okay. How is Chris Paul though? And Chris, Chris Paul, Paul gets away with it because he's Chris fucking that's Paul, true. man. That's true. Like that's true. I, just uh, like yeah, I don't. I, but the, that, you just can't keep doing. You can't do it one sided, cheap shots. It's fine to like fight with people. For the most, I think part. yeah, I think it's the difference between like scuffling and like hitting someone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I don't because like, that's why the talk, that's why the Jordan Pool thing, like going back to last year, that's the why sucker that punch. Was, yeah, yeah, that was rough. Was, yeah, was that so bad with me? Because it wasn't like a scuffle or pushing or yelling. He just fucking punched him yeah. in the face. Yeah, and that's like not. It's rough. Oh, but you granted, know what they say. No, he may have deserved it, but it's okay. Sure. Yeah. No. He... <laughs> you talk shit, you get hit. You can't be running your mouth like that. I don't know what to tell you. Listeners don't know this, but Chloe, when we're all hanging out, she's just hitting us all the time. Right, you know, she's got to keep us all in line. 
every friend oh, no. group needs a Chloe, you know. I was at the I was at pool party night That's at right. Capital One Arena for the Wizards where they were giving out beach towels with Jordan Poole's face on them. I couldn't you could never uh, punch that face. That smile. Did you get one of those towels? No. They still didn't get one. They said they were giving them out to the first 5,000 fans. No way they gave out 5,000 of those things. There weren't 5,000 people in there. Right. I would have ripped that towel. They did that to me too about a hat at the Bulls game. (laughs) We did get the Denny uh, hat though. Um, Yeah. Greg. And again, this is Greg going two nights in a row. He got. And he he got me one the the night of the um the Wolves game West's yeah. last night the Denny Avdia Wizards hat which I was wearing until just a few minutes ago it's great it's a hat. good color it's a nice then, you know what this is yeah. pretty nice the Jordan Pool party this the might towel. be the show image this is pretty I know, good I wish I wish we could have got you one Frank uh, kind of like this mm. why do they have an ankle like wrap on that's those? a good question <laughs> I'm unwell yeah. he's injured you know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like it doesn't really look like like the mustache but it otherwise it doesn't really look like also what pool party last time i heard wizards fans talk y'all were sad so why oh. are we having a pool party oh we're still sad oh, it's the micro he, victories yeah. yeah to be clear he had a bad game <laughs> that night yeah he My- it was i gotta say going to that wizards game and greg and i talked about this it was it was tough man because they pool in particular just looks a little bit like a ghost like mm. his confidence looks totally shaken and i i don't know I, maybe it was a bad night but like he was hesitant to shoot the whole team really looked kind of hesitant to shoot like there were a couple moments where guys gave up like wide open shots or layups to make another pass they just had like a, a weird vibe it was also you know again it was it was Keith's first night, but Coach yeah, Ryan. it was sad that that Jordan didn't have a, a bigger game on pool party night. You know, it people sounds, were holding up the towels. It sounds like they could use some leadership, huh? Well, yeah. you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, Belichick? S. Grant? <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant, that's right. <laughs> Belichick, no. Bill Let's Belichick, get Belichick you, in there. We do not need you. <laughs> coaching one of our teams in dc thank you though Uh, hang on actually let's let's stop there real quick before we get to hoopers and poopers i would i would love if belichick came to dc jesus no why i want to hear this i want to hear this i'm curious here's my case here's my, my case is that we need we have been such a joke for such a long period of time we just need professionalism and i don't think he's like a great GM. I don't want him to be our GM, but I think he's a good football coach who knows stuff. Who's going to hold players to high standards and stuff. He's not, we're not going to be doing anything for the next five years. Anyway, we're not going to be a good team because our team fucking sucks. We have to rebuild the entire thing, including our culture. And I think Belichick would lend us like credibility as we rebuild our culture after five years, move on to someone new and we'll probably have players by then. So that's my that's my feelings on Belichick in DC. I disagree with that. I think Ron Rivera was already a like sure, a, yeah, a man in the room. Who sure, people respected. yeah, people really felt that way about him. Sure. I don't, so you don't need someone to like. You need the, the, a respected person who also 
is fresh and has new perspective on the game, you know. I don't know. Belichick. I think the thing that's going to bring the most. He ain't it. Because Rivera, yeah, Rivera was a professional and, and we talked about this. He like took us through some really rough moments for the franchise. But the thing that they need now to be respectable is wins. And Belichick has not been winning lately. And I, this is also just like me, my personal preference. I very much want like fresh everything for this team like just fresh start fresh blood and i don't know i see that like i see the case i see the case i feel though i feel like they should want to do something in the next five years like they they're gonna get one of those big qb prospects this year who are so supposed to be at least so good so i want someone who maybe could be like a long-term like a Mike Tomlin for this team, like someone who maybe could coach the team for 10 years. I know that almost never happens anymore. Chloe, can you guys fire Mike Tomlin so we can hire him, please? Yeah. Uh, no, I loved when those cool. rumors were happening because I was like, fine, bring him to DC. Did you, um, you guys see, oh, <sighs> did any, mm, man, I'll save it. Mm, I, have a, uh, I have a pooper. I have a pooper. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's get into hoopers and poopers. It's our and and plugs. Uh, this is the section where we give a shout out to people in the world doing great things and terrible things, uh, uh, and plug anything that we have. I'll go first. I would like to plug my butt. Uh, Matt, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. So my, uh, l- let me start positive. Let me start with my hoopers because I, I let me just list some off. Um, you know, you guys know I'm a KC fan. We're going back to the Super Bowl, so I got to give some love to Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, my guys. You guys are the best. I wanted to shout out um a former Seneca Valley quarterback from Germantown, Maryland. Um kid named Brian Flurry, who was a quarterback in my hometown in the 90s who's the tight end coach for the san francisco 49ers oh wow uh i was informed of this just today yeah coaching up george kittle um so cool to see that we always love to to represent our local folks who are doing stuff debo samuel as long as we're talking about the niners who played through an injury this week and had an awesome game Frank, you and I kind of were talking before the game that we thought he might be sort of a decoy this week, and that was yeah. not the case. We lost. We, we bet against him, which was a which was a bad bet. That was a bad bet. <laughs> um, shout out to him. Um, and we we referenced this, uh, you know, Manu Ginobili and the bat at the Spurs game, but the reason that came up is because the Spurs mascot, the Coyote caught a bat uh humanely in a net at a recent spurs game so we've all learned things since 2009 and let's Hmm. hope that we can put that knowledge to application in 2024 because it's going to be a rough year the moon laid out yeah the moon is moving into aquarius you know and then yeah if i can just i i gotta give my pooper which um you guys know uh, Adam Schefter mm-hmm. for, I guess he's an ESPN guy. 
Um, yeah. He, I, I thought of this because um, we were talking about the coaching changes and uh, apparently he was on TV last week suggesting that Belichick might end up in Kansas City wow. coaching uh, in Andy Reid's uh, position. Oh, interesting. Wait, um, they would fire Andy Reid and bring in Belichick? Uh, no, Andy so, Reid would leave probably. Frank, I'm going to send this to you. Maybe, maybe you can play it for us because this is a, a clip that was shared with me. And honestly, I didn't watch it because I, I was so angry just reading it. It's it's titled <laughs> Schefter speculates could Bill Belichick replace Andy Reid and KC. And for context, Adam Schefter is like is like the number one ESPN insider for football. He's like the Woj if you follow basketball for football. He's the guy who breaks news about who's going where and you know has all these sources. He's one of those guys that Greg is always talking about when he's like, um, you know, who are these source guys? What are their sources? So this is a guy who credibly reports stuff most of the time, goes on TV and just speculates about, you know, Maybe Andy Reid won't be coaching the Chiefs after this year. Maybe Bill Belichick will go in there. Um, and I just think that's so fucking lame. And so, like, I know, like, this is a, a dumb thing. It's just football and and whatever. But like, it, it just this whole like churn of sports media and bullshit that we got to put ourselves through. Like, this is a guy who's supposed to have credibility. Who's going on there and just. Is it this one? Crazy? I don't know. Is it this video? Uh, oh yeah, but this is. This I also is just a, think that that would be a terrible pairing. I just yeah, it makes no sense. Why would you do that? The headline here is Bill Belichick to the Chiefs. Chiefs, if Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl, why would they do that? That's insane. <laughs> That's such That's a, insane. That would be such a stupid thing to do. Just they shouldn't because do he's that. Bill Belichick, like I, I, yeah, no, 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 no. That would be but horrible. But Andy Reid's won multiple Super Bowls, so like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, and they have a great system going on there in KC right, with Andy exactly. Reid. Like, yeah, it doesn't. It makes no sense. Yeah, Andy Reid is a better coach, at least right now in 2024. Than yeah, Bill absolutely. Yeah, you I would have Andy to put Reed Andy Reid as like the best coach in football right now right uh best coach in football. i mean i mean tom yeah. it would be like him tomlin who else is like at the top there i mean i think andy reed is definitely up there because the fact because they have now Shannon. proven they have now they have now won without mm -hmm. tyreek hill mm -hmm. they have now gone to the super bowl without eric b enemy mm -hmm. and with subpar wide receivers mm -hmm. and they have stayed disciplined and played the similar same um, like type of brand of football that they've been playing like i th i do think that andy reed is the best uh coach in football right now i agree i agree um uh matt any other hoopers or poopers or plugs i no, i couldn't possibly that was so many hoopers one big pooper i guess plug plug <laughs> in the let's be <laughs> let me plug the let's be frank pod oh Maybe that's, that's so nice plug. of you Thank you. But um, our old our old pod sibling, let's be frank, is up and running again. It's nice. back. That's fun. 
Yeah. Here, here, you had our here, buddy, here. our buddy Mitch on there. And I think we're going to be doing some Oscar stuff because the Oscars nomination came out last week. Coming up in February. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. No sports this movies this fun. year, unfortunately. The boys in the, the boat Oscars? didn't get nominated. The boys in the boat did not get nominated, unfortunately. Nyad is a swimming movie. Oh, that's true. I guess there is a sports movie. Maybe we should watch Nyad as a pod. I still want to watch 80 for Brady. Sorry, this is a tangent. Oh, same. Same. You've seen it? Did you like it? I watched it with my mom and she laughed a lot. Oh, that sounds perfect (laughs) for a mom movie. Yep. We'll watch it. We'll watch it. uh... I liked it enough. Yeah, I did. Cool. Great. I'm excited to watch it. Next August. I I, I don't like Tom Brady, but. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) When a 47-year-old Brady is lining up to play quarterback for the Washington Commanders and Bill Belichick <laughs> next September. That's when we're going to do our 80 for Brady episode. There we go. Yeah. That's when we'll do it. If we won't watch that game. We'll just watch 80 for Brady. <laughs> That's right. Go. Yeah. MC, do you want to do your hoopers and poopers? Uh, sure. I guess my hoopers would be um, two all-stars that had 70-point games this week. Yeah. Uh, and then I also got to give an LOL because the same day that Joel Embiid had a 70-point game, Carl Anthony Towns had a 68-point game. Yes. Yes. And also you was like- got to love that. It's so funny. He was like, he was like forcing it or something, it. right? They like, they sat yeah. him or something. Yes. Yeah, that was a weird Just- story. Got it. You got to see it. And then, uh, uh, yeah, you know, my pooper's going to continue to be Pat McAfee. Get this motherfucker off the TV. Give MC Pat McAfee's job. Yeah. You can keep the PMC. He has MC in his last name. So you can keep those letters and just give them, give the time slot to MC, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Anyway, it sounds like a cost-cutting move because they have to pay for all the other letters. letters. Just get rid of all the other letters. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The MC show. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Um, No, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Gregory Toomey, Hoopers and Poopers, my friend. Um, You know... Hooper, we'll give give Wes Unsell Jr. a Hooper of the Week. I love that. For Mm. giving it a try. He gave it a try. He gave it a try. He was brought in That's at a right. terrible time. Yeah. Um, and he deserved a head coaching job as well at that time because mm-hmm. he was with Denver for a while. And um, I think he still deserves a head coaching job, but the team is just not the right team for him. I don't think he'll be coaching anytime soon, but, um, you know, he didn't do any any harm here or anything bad, you no. know. So, um, and he'll still be around. He'll still be in the front office. Just hold yeah. it down. for how long, yeah. I, I wonder well, what his role who is. Who comes up with like the pool party ideas. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the graphic he's, design department. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sketching yeah. out Jordan on the on the floaty. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And I'm curious. I'm curious to learn what, yeah, like is this a real role and he sticks around for at least a few years, or is this purely just like a fading yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah. Maybe he it'd takes another nice coaching to, job somewhere. It'd be nice to have him around. But, I agree. Like I think he's been a good culture guy, kind of like Rivera, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. the team didn't really perform, but he at least like it's it's sad, you know, the standards that we have in DC sports, but like just like treating the players and everyone with respect and like no, but just like no, I know and, it's and it's funny being how able to like yeah, I, but seriously, yes, you know, 
Yeah. He's had so many fucking clowns here. So thank you, Wes, for just like, you know, um, preaching good stuff about team and and good basketball habits, even Absolutely. though it never really translated off the court. <laughs> Anything. Any uh any poopers, Greg? Oh no, no. Just spread some spread. Pat McAfee, man. Fuck that. Yeah. Guy. Drop Garbage. drop the letters. Oh, everyone bring in MC. Everyone over at ESPN this week. Yeah. Is a pooper. Yeah. Uh except for Malik Andrews. <laughs> always doing a great job. Uh Chloe Michaela, Hoopers and Poopers. Oh God. I have qu- quite a few. Um, okay, we're gonna start positive here with the Hoopers. Um, my baby boy Luca. I mean uh, 73 points Mm. my baby boy luca i just i was sad that i missed that game but i was like he is thriving without my eyeballs watching him and i'm really (laughs) happy for him um hooper uh is uh always and forever uh meg the stallion Mm. um i don't have time to get into the meg and nikki uh yeah can you okay so I was trying to catch up on it today because a lot of because okay, Nicki Minaj launched a diss track called Bigfoot, which it's is not about even, a dis a diss track is is disrespectful to That's... people who actually drop okay. diss tracks. It was if you want to do a quick synopsis, nobody really knows why Nicki uh is beefing or has been mad okay. at Meg for years because Nicki will not confront Meg. It is speculated that Nicki is mad that Meg collaborated with Cardi B on WAP because Nikki hates Cardi and Cardi hates Nikki. Uh, so that's where they think that this uh, is coming from. And Nikki has been going on a, a very obvious Coke uh, rant on Twitter right. and on Instagram. She is We've clearly, all been there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's clearly unwell. Um, but Meg has dropped uh, two tracks um, or at least three probably at this point that have like hinted towards Nikki but has never like said her name and Nikki has just gone off the deep end it's it's bad Nikki is my uh forever pooper at this point but Meg is my hooper my god my girl I'm so happy for her um so yeah that that that's the story behind that um Hooper Hooper is going to be the Detroit fucking Lions Mm. and the Baltimore Ravens I am very proud of them and all of the work that they've done um, and how far that they have come. Um, those are the hoopers that I can think of. Uh, my poopers, um, I mean, forever and always Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> uh, we have Skip Bayless. Sure. We have Pat McAfee. Yeah. We have the ladybug that landed on Brandon Ayuk's fucking cleat before the mm-hmm. game or whatever. A ladybug landed on Brandon Ayuk's cleat, which means good luck. And then the San Francisco 49ers won the game. So I'm kind of wow. pissed at that ladybug. <laughs> um really had no fucking business being there, honestly, if you think about it. Blame it on the ladybug. Blame it on the ladybug. Um and poopers, it's you know, Kansas City and the 49ers in this stupid Super Bowl. I'm upset. So yeah. Well those are my poopers. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Uh, I I feel you. You know we support you. Um, my pooper for this week. Uh, I don't want to get into it because uh, just fuck Vince McMahon so oh much. God. What a piece of shit. Um, if you haven't read about it, 
I would say don't. It's awful. It's oh, he's God. just a huge, gigantic piece of shit. Um, and you never would have known it, you know. He <laughs> seems like such a nice guy. Uh, yeah, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Like, reputable yeah. business. Always so seemed like a really, normal man who said normal. It's always things the ones you least suspect, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, don't sully the the image you have of Vince McMahon in your head by looking up um, what he's been accused of. Yeah. So, um, so fuck that guy. Uh, Hooper's gosh, who do I want to give it to? Um, hmm. Hooper's, uh, you know, my co-hosts, my Hoopers are my co-hosts this week. We got the full gang here. We got Mary Catherine Curran, Chloe McKayla, Greg Tooby, Matt Spursino, you know, guys, I wanted to save this for a special moment and it feels like the moments here. This is episode 69 of the podcast. Oh, let's get Hell fucked. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is a big one for us. Um, nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, and it's been very nice to do this show with you all. And I love you very much. And I love that we have this show uh, to keep us together. And I love that we have our listeners to keep us together too. Uh, listeners, follow us at Hoops Crew Pod. Send us an email at hoopscrewpod at gmail.com. And, uh, and and let us know what you think of the costume matchup and what you think of 80 for Brady um, and what you think of the pool party towel and what you think about Ulysses S. Grant. What does the S stand for for you? Um. We'll we'll answer all those questions and more on next week's episode of the Hooves Crew. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.